And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents RTG's Things I Hate. I'm RTG, and this is what I fucking hate. You want to know what I hate? I fucking hate those stick figure family decals slapped on the ass of the fuck family wagoneer. First off, stick figures. <laughs> you know both parents are whales. She's a pig for shitting out four kids, two dogs and a cat, and dude's a whale for dunking his McChickens in a rocky road during all those pregnancies. Not to mention the two little shit kids fighting over a PlayStation controller, a bag of Cheetos, and a bottle of Mr. Pib. And second, it's like a fucking advertisement for kidnappers. Hey, kidnappers, follow this car home. You get your pick from two well-fed fat kids and probably two other little bitches. And me, the husband, I'm too much of a bitch to stop you. Because my wife bitched me out and I couldn't even stop this stupid fucking decal from going on the car I paid for. Ugh, stupid stick figure fuck family decals. You're what I fucking hate. It on. <laughs> she was born in a bottle rocket in 1929. She has the blood of a reptile just underneath his skin. One more shotgun. Resonates. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Richie. Oh, man. I want, I want my gunshot to come out. I have a gunshot in here that I think is cool, but uh, we're going to have to fade this song. What, not the shotgun? You got like a hand cannon or Yeah, something? I have a fucking little revolver. Like, uh, like a pwee! Like, um, yeah, no, maybe Ricochet it's... Ricocheting bullets? Yeah, it's like a... Uh, what was that show that we used to love from the 80s? I think Sledgehammer? I, yeah, Sledgehammer. Yeah. That was, he rocked a 405. Yeah, no, it's not that big. Ready here? Pearl Handle. Oh, standard. Yeah, I think that's standard. Yeah. It's no, uh. Well, how about you aim? <laughs> yeah, that's how you aim. I've but played enough FPSs, really? as the kids say. But do you aim a shotgun with your eye like that? I feel like that's bad news. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it might kick back and yeah, break I don't a think, fucking... I don't uh... think it's like a sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Sort of shotgun, aim with your but eye. But no, some shotguns have... Uh, if fucking Far Cry told me anything, some shotguns have... I have no idea. Who knows? Yeah, I think maybe you hold it out there, not quite like up to the fucking eye socket. <laughs> Blow your head off. blast your fucking <laughs> cheek off. Uh, did I say welcome to the Awkward High Five podcast yet? Uh, they know they're welcome. Well, anyway, always welcome. Welcome. Um, so uh, your your opening hate bit um, made me think of uh, fucking I. You know, I exercise. I'm an exerciser, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was riding my bike. As a matter of fact, I have a bike story to tell. I okay. hope everybody get on the edge of their seats because I'm about to tell. But anyway, before. Uh, a while ago, I was riding my bike and I was riding past a house and there was two uh like like uh you know, cars in the house in the driveway. It's probably uh-huh. and uh, his and hers. Right. One car had the stick figure family on the back. Oh fuck. And it was a wife and a kid and and uh and two what it looked like boys and a girl. And then the next car 
Uh, same was, driveway. It was in the same driveway. Had a thing. There was two wives. I mean, a, a, a husband and a wife and two kids. No girl. So what I thought to myself was, somebody's dead to me in that family. <laughs> like there's like either the dad, either the dad or the mom's like, our daughter is dead to me, and went out and scraped her off. Her oh, back. oh, okay. I thought it was two different families. No, oh, it's no, the same family. It was, yeah, and they it was, all decaled up. It was the same house with two cars and <laughs> oh. had the same thing, except one had an extra girl. Oh shit! So like one chick came out and was like, <laughs> like you know what? You got an F in school. You're dead to me. You go out and scrape the fucking uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the decal off the back, or maybe fucking the kid died at birth and dad jumped the gun <laughs> on decal buying. Maybe if you want to be the most morbid human being <laughs> on the face of the earth, or maybe she's fucking dead, buried in the shed. <laughs> Didn't do her homework. Yeah, right. Exactly. Dad's um, in the grave. Dad, d- Alan. <laughs> I do not know. You're you're right about the the hate on that because well, I don't know if I'd hate it, but I I just don't I don't know where it came from. Like. Well, out of nowhere, so like, stupid. Like, why would you want to know, let people know how many people are in exactly. your family? Exactly. We have three children. Come, if you're in the mood to stalk three little children, follow this Nissan fuckwagoneer. I guess that's the um, the new baby on board. Remember, baby on board was yeah. all hot in the uh... yeah. Or that's just a way, you know what I mean? Instead of whipping out your wallet and saying, I have kids, I have kids, that's a way of being like, look how many kids I have. Right. My sperm is the bomb. Or my my son is an honor roll student. Yeah. Or um, what all the uh, the in-the-know parents used to do was they would get the dare stickers and then throw them on the back of their car. So not because they were against drugs, but just so, so they wouldn't get pulled wouldn't over, get pulled over yeah. which is nice. Did I ever tell you about my bumper sticker idea? No. I might have said it on the show before. Well, well, I don't know. We're like in the 40s now as far as episodes go, so I can't remember all the shit I say. Seriously. But one day I was driving, and I saw a bumper sticker on the back of a car, and it said, abortion kills baby. And then I thought to myself, just slap an exclamation point at the end of that, and it's, abortion kills baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, but it's okay. true. Yeah. Uh, I also one time... Um, and I, uh, uh, and, and I'm not going to lie. I laughed. I laughed a lot at this. I don't condone the message, <laughs> but the shock of it was fucking great. Um, I like how we're already black rice on this episode. There was a <laughs> bumper sticker that said, um, you know what? Am I stealing someone's story? I might be stealing someone's story right, right now. Just roll with it. I'm wondering if I actually saw this or I know somebody that saw this, but it doesn't matter. Anyway. Oh, I know what it said. What? If I know then what I know now, I would have picked my own guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that my story? Nah, uh, it's not. Whose story is that? It's Kev's. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, Kev. I was about to steal your story. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> there was a bumper sticker that said, if I knew now what I knew then, I would have picked my own guy. Yeah, it's great. It's fucked up. I think that was in Maryland, so... I'm just yeah. going to say for all the A high five listeners in Maryland, you guys are racist pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy was, Donald Trump as your president. It was definitely below the Mason-Dixon line, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, what's up, Richard? Nothing. I'm um, feeling good. I'm just getting over this cold. Yeah, you had you me could, sick. You could probably hear it still in my news, but you, I'm feeling better. You, uh, you came in here on Friday. Also, no, Saturday, because we did a makeup show. Yeah, because I was really ill on Friday. But Forget about it. You came in still uh, Outbreak break Monkey style mm-hmm. on um, all Saturday. Da- all Patrick Dempsey'd up. And I walked into the studio feeling good, and then walked out of the studio like I like I <laughs> sucked in every poison in the world. <laughs> and then continued to lie in bed for the next 48 hours and just sweat it out. Um, you and- walked out of here like you just fucked Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like someone knocked out all my teeth and made me uh, grow a mustache. <laughs> yes. 
That's your line. I'm sorry. I'm stealing everybody's yeah, lines today. It's a good so any, any other one of my friend's <laughs> lines I could steal? Um, it's, so, all, it's all communal. Yeah. So let me tell you, uh, before we get to how good you're doing on drugs, I wanted to tell a quick story. Okay. So this is my life. Um, that I, you know, it, 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 I've talked on this thing a million times and I'm, how I'm trying to be positive and everything. And like every day I wake up and I fucking meditate and I, uh, and I, and I fucking focus on being positive and I know that that's the way to live life, but my life sucks. You so take a quick look at the rice and see if it's white. Yeah. Right. I actually have a bowl of rice in my room now and I make sure that it's white every morning when I wake up. Um, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Just to know if you got hate, hate, hate running <laughs> yeah, around. It's like a hate thermometer. I guess this is technically a black rice episode. Yeah, today's since black you op- rice. You opened with the hate. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, what was I going to say? So, but you know, I tr- I'm, I'm trying to look into good things, but like straight up, my life fucking sucks right now. It just sucks. I mean, it's just like I, I've, I've, I'm, I've now, ex- like when I when I decided to take this little sabbatical, uh, I did not expect it to last this long. And I'm now in full blown like this needs to stop. I did what I needed to do. I need to fucking go and and move on to the next chapter of my life. But that's mm. not really happening. And uh, and there's been a lot of setbacks. And and I think uh, uh, going through the winter had a lot to do with it. Oh, winter sucks. Yeah, but just even it just adds to the depression. Just being in like the suburbs and like uh, in the winter and not having many options to like go out and do right. anything. And, and it, just... you know, especially with the job hunting thing, it's harder in the winter. It's harder to you know, it, it's harder to get places to be motivated to get up and do things. I'm sure once the nice weather hits, you'll see, you know, the interviews will start coming in. You'll start going places. It's, it's not even the job thing. It's it's not that. I mean, I do need income. I do need a day job so that I could focus on the other uh, pursuits that we that I have going on because mm-hmm. I need I need to find a place to fucking live and I need to pay the bills and everything. But it's not even that. It's just that I feel like I'm in a rut lifestyle. It doesn't matter. I'm not even I, I, I'm not even here to complain about that. But I wanted to tell you what happened to me was. OK. So today um, for any. Anybody that's in the uh, Pacific Northeast area, um, oh, which by the way, I read an article that said we might be might be able to see the Northern Lights tonight if we go outside and look outside. So I'm really stoked I'm really about confused it. now. Wait a minute. What? Pacific Northeast? Did I say Pacific Northeast? Yeah. yeah. Where's Where's that? Oh yeah, no, right, right. Wait, I don't know. Wait, Atlantic? why is it called the Pacific? <laughs> yeah, why is it called the Pacific Northeast? I never heard that. I've heard of the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> which is like Seattle. You know what? I'm going to look that up because I just said that not knowing what that was. Pacific but... Northeast would be like Japan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It would be that. Why the fuck did I say Pacific? Well, anyway, you know what I mean. The Northeast. See, this is this is the rut I'm in. Okay. I'm just yelling shit out there. <laughs> but um, so so anyway, it, it was uh, like 65 degrees today, right? Yeah, awesome. And oh, yeah, I was stoked because um, one of my favorite things to do is... Uh, God damn it! Now I'm fucking. Um, I'm trying to look this up just to see how crazy. What about it was. the Pacific Northeast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's like Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, the Pacific Northeast, uh, North America, bounded by Pacific Ocean uh, to the west. Yeah, 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 yeah. Common conception includes the United States of Oregon, Washington, and uh, Canadian province of British Columbia. That's Pacific Northwest. Uh yeah da, 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 do, do, do. anyway I meant the northwestern anyway okay. we spent way too long I'm an idiot everybody knows it's it. all good what was I saying sorry so what uh, you like to do 
so my the one thing that has kept me sane while I was here is is riding my bike, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I love doing bike rides. Mm-hmm. I normally, when it's a nice day, I'll normally get out and I'll do at least a twenty mile bike ride, and it's great. I fucking I'll listen to music and I'll I'll think and I'll write and I'll everything and it's I get exercise and I've dropped a bunch of weight and all all the things that come along with good exercise habits. Mm-hmm. So today was a nice day and I was so excited to get out on my bike. I've been in a funk lately. I just got over being sick uh, the past couple of days going out on the bike. So I go, I'm riding down the illustrious Henry Hudson Trail. Today was a nice day for that, man. Shot all the way down to uh, Highlands, which is, uh, you know, it's a good, like, if you go into Highlands a little bit, it's about a good 10-mile one-way ride, that, right? That's a good ride. No, but then I, it's 20 miles. I do 10 miles there, 10 miles back. Yeah, right? that's, that's a good distance. So, so uh, I was in a little bit of a funk. I was in a little bit of a mental cloud when I left. It was beautiful out. I'm riding. I'm listening to music. I'm, I'm, I'm taking in the scenery. I'm smiling and waving to people that are riding their bikes. It's a nice day. There's fucking people walking their dogs, and the dogs are smiling, and there's it was just a great day so you're pretty much bleached smile, rice at this point don't you smile it was like going through the tunnel into Toonland, <laughs> and i was even thinking to myself so i'm on the way back and uh i'm thinking to myself i'm like you know what this is great you've been hard on yourself the past couple days yes things suck right now but just being able to get out on your bike and do this and feeling good i guess the endorphins were kicking in and i was thinking to myself like this is just a fun thing to do and even if you're stuck here for a little bit longer, these next couple months, just being able to get out on your bike two or three times a week will be really, it would just be great for your mental health. As I'm thinking this, as I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, as I'm thinking to myself, well, you know what? Everything might be okay. All of a sudden, I start sinking, right? I start, Like Aztecs? I mean, Artec? Okay, see, now you're fucking Pacific Northwest in this thing. What the what? fuck is an Artec? The never-ending story horse? Oh, no. You started, <laughs> I tray you? You started thinking negatively, and you, so you started sinking? No, I, I, I just, I was riding, everything was cool, and all of a sudden, I just start, like, sinking down. It was the weirdest feeling. It felt like I was floating, and then I started moving down, and then all of a sudden, before I know it, and I was doing, and that's another thing is that I had my, my map my ride app going. So what it does is it, every mile it tells you not only the mile that you're on, but also how fast you've been going. And I was hitting like 15 miles an hour, which is like good for my for for me. Like I normally average between like 12 and 13 miles because I don't push it. I just kind of go yeah, on a cruising. good on a good pace. And I was like even proud of that. I'm like, man, I'm hitting like 15 miles an hour. This is a great ride. It's fucking sunny out. Like March is gonna be my month. I start sinking down. Into what? The road? Yeah. Before I know it, I'm on the ground, and I had slid like five feet. I fucking, I destroyed my, I scratched up all my, my hand, Wait, all my what arm. Sinks? All, listen, I'm telling oh. you a story. Can I oh. tell you a story? Okay. I'm scra- I, I, I'm scratched up my arm, everything. I, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on, how that happened. I didn't catch anything. I mean, I didn't hit anything. I didn't flip over anything. I just was riding and then started sinking. And then before I knew it, skidded across the concrete. What the fuck? I look over my bike, one of my favorite possessions in the world, my bicycle, uh, actually separated at the frame where the welding was. So while I was riding, the main joint between the stem, like that where the where the uh, the seat goes, 
And then like that, the biggest bar that connects to that. What? Literally, the welding came apart and it's and separated. So while I was riding, it just split apart, and then the wheels. Oh, that was the sinking. Yeah, sensation. yeah. The wheels oh. like started going out like that. What so while I was riding, fuck? I actually sunk down the middle of the fucking bike, and now my fucking bike is destroyed. <laughs> and it, so your bike split in twine. Split in twine. What in two. the fuck? Hemi demi semi quaver. Holy shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I smell a lawsuit all over that, my friend. Nah, I mean, it wasn't the most expensive bike in the world. And, and I bought that bike a year ago, expecting it only to last like a year or two. You know, I, I but I at least thought, but my plan was once I got back from Iceland, which is going to be like my the big thing I'm going on. My plan was the next big purchase I was going to make, besides obviously a place to live and all that shit, but like the next big purchase I was going to make was going to be like a real deal bike, you know? And uh, but I expected it at least to last this fucking summer, and now it's broke. So, oh man, that's a pain in the dick. Well, you know, I I bought a new, I already bought a new bike. Did you? I'll get you a bike. No, but but it just sucks. I just now I had to spend, you know, I ended up spending almost 600 bucks on a new bike that I don't fucking have. 600 dollars. Damn, that's a lot of money for a bike. Anyway, it was... There's a kickstand on that bike? There's a kickstand. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was the weirdest thing in the world. But but that is... that I'm just telling you this story to relate how my life is going right now. Where like, it was the... the be- sinking bike. It was the best I've felt in days. And I literally, literally was just thinking to myself, you know what? Things aren't so bad. Like this is you're 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 this is things are going great right now. You're being nuts about worrying about things, and then and then like like there was a, a an external force was just like nope Seriously. and just sunk me to the ground. Like God shit in your bowl of rice. Yeah, it sucks, motherfucker. But uh, sorry, that's what I wanted to tell. That's pretty depressing. This, yeah, this rice is turning black quick. And now I have uh, I have road rash, like the uh, with like the uh, infamous Sega Genesis video game fucking uh, series. Yeah, I, your uh, your word sinking. I thought that was going to be a metaphor for something. No, I literally sunk. It was the weird. It was I, I was just like, why am you know? Because you know when things start happening and you can't you can't process it. That's what's yeah. happening. I was like, why am I getting lower? Yeah. Why am I getting lower? And before I knew it, then I was on the ground skidding across yeah, the fucking ground. It's almost like you're in denial while it's happening. Like, am I fucking imagining this shit? And but just sinking. I will tell you what. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like I got up and I was like, "Well, everything's okay." You know, like I was pissed. Right. Oh, that was my next question. But continue. Well, what was what's the question? I was gonna say. So your bike split in twine. How far away were you from home? Uh, well, that's okay. I, I had someone come pick me up, and that was uh, no okay. big deal. I got connections, my friend. I, right. I got people to come. Yeah, but that's not the that's not the problem. The the problem was. I, I not even the problem, but but uh, like uh, I was upset, and I was just like, God damn it! Because the, the 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 monetary factor of it, obviously, like I'm not really working. I'm not pulling in much income to spend to have to go put out another five six hundred bucks on a bike sucks. For real. But but I but I will tell you if I'm going to take a positive out of this, there's two positives. One, um, for anybody who has traveled down the Henry Hudson Trail before, knows that you cross a lot of uh, busy streets while you do that. So there was a possibility that that could have happened in the middle of me like crossing a busy street, and then I could have been on the ground while a car was coming. So like, True. glad that that didn't happen. Um, but the second one is that uh, old Devin, pre a year and a half ago, Devin would have fucking lost his mind. Mm-hmm. Like I would have been kicking and screaming. I probably would have thrown the fucking bike into the fucking woods and like stomped around and got pissed and and did all the crazy things that old crazy Devin would have done. You would have threw that bike in the dumpster like Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> yeah. I hate the stupid bike. Right, exactly. Uh I, yeah, I would have karate kitted the fucking bike. Yeah. But um I, I'm I'm proud to say that I did not do that. I I got up from the ground, I looked at the bike, I felt the pain, I felt the anger mm-hmm. 
And then I moved on from it. I said, okay, this sucks, but I'm not going to let you, I'm, I'm not going to get mad about it. And I'm not going to act like I was like all happy and smiles and shit. I, I did brood a little bit about it. Cause I, but I think that all this hard mental work that I've been doing has paid off a little bit because if I was able to handle that situation that well, I feel like other situations as they come up, I'll be well. Also, I mean, if you just swallowed that anger and didn't like let it out or anything, that could be a negative. Mm-mm. You you might be harnessing that negative energy no, no, no. inside of you. No, I didn't swallow any anger. I I I felt it. I processed it, and then I let it go. Oh, okay. And then All I right. and then I thought about the positives of the situation, like I said, oh, okay. not getting mauled by a fucking SUV, yeah. or whatever it may be. You know. Okay. So All I sucked right. it up. I, I didn't came know if home. You were bottling that anger. No, no. One day, you know, someone by the name of RTG is going to get a shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> well, maybe you might shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, you mean that fake thing that Jake the Snake said one oh, time he that you said it, baby? Watch it. But uh, sorry, and I didn't. I know this is a black rice episode, but I didn't mean to bring it down. But I'm just wanted to let you know what happened to me. And now I'm all road rashed up. I'm fucking. I took a shower before, and it was like fucking people were just stinging me because everything hurts. Yeah, you got the rocks in your hands. Yeah, and it shit. sucks. Yeah. yeah, I had to pick all the uh, asphalt out of my shit. Hey man, sometimes your bike sinks. You just got to get back up, brush off those knees, pull up those bootstraps, <laughs> and try and make that rice white again. That's it. That's all I we guess could so. do. That's all we could do as a people. Um, but, but to you, you were saying that you're doing good. Yeah. Let's whiten up that rice a little. And you seem like you are doing good. Um, and as far as my regular health goes, I'm still sick. But, uh, as far as the, uh, problem that I have, I've been working very, very hard on correcting it. Uh huh. And I'm doing much better than I think I've ever have meant. I mean, I've gotten clean before and I've gotten myself off drugs for a while, mm-hmm. but I've never been this mentally strong about it. So you, you, so basically, what you're saying is that you're, 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 you feel the fact now that you like really want to do this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's not just like I should do this. This is like I want to. Do of this. course. Oh, it's more than it's ever been. Yeah. More than it's ever been. Like I'm. And the thing that keeps me from relapsing is I'm actually, I actually think about my future, which is something I've never done ever in my life, not even for a minute. Right. Well, that's good. So I'm actually, you know, that uh, what I keep the way I keep motivating myself is that I keep telling myself if I stay on drugs, I will never have anything unless I become a millionaire, which is impossible. But, but then, if you became a millionaire, you would just die of drugs because you would just you would spend all your money on. Drugs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if I ever became really rich, I would just you know live my life and pay my bills and live a life and be a drug addict. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily die. I would probably just have enough drugs, but. You know, there's. I would say the odds of the OD were definitely higher than <laughs> higher than low. Yeah, yeah. You know, having all that money—that's a dangerous thing. Right. But uh, I, you know, I've I've thought about what it would be like if I if I OD a lot. I mean, if I OD in my life, but well, I if I did, I would always want it to be like an interesting experience. You know, I wouldn't want to just like you know dribble and fucking die in my room. I would want the right song to be playing. I would want the right temperature to be outside. But you know, so if you OD, if you die from an overdose, you'd like it to be on a nice day, is what you're saying. Yeah, beautiful day, birds on my windowsill. Right. You know, like I'd be like looking out the window, thinking about a memory, and all like the right song is playing, and all of a sudden, like (gasps) I feel it coming. (laughs) 
and I go down. You know, I would have wanted to be like a lonely thing in the bathroom or some shit. Right. You know? Right. No. I, well, unfortunately, you normally don't get that option. It normally is just fucking like uh, you know in the corner <laughs> you hit the of a tile. in the corner of a room or something. Yeah. Well, I could be in the corner of a room, but I would definitely want fucking like Carol King to be playing in the background, like some awesome song to be jamming to. Like, so okay. So what? What <laughs> is your? If you had to choose one song to OD to death on, what would it be? Oh, it would definitely be Carol King. It would be. It's too late, baby. Now it's too late. No, we really did it, try to make it. Is it because of? Uh, is it because of the um, the the words? It's too late, baby. Uh, now, like it's saying, like like you might want to live, but it's too you know late. What? I've never. Thought you hit about, that spike one last time. Yeah, I've never thought about the lyrics because I just thought of how like nice that would be. Just be like, you're all high. You're looking out the window. You're listening to some Carol King. It's too late, baby, now. And then you feel it coming like, <gasps> and then you go down, and then you die, and then the song still continues while the paramedics rush in, and it's like the soundtrack to death. And then I, the, the paramedics come in all slow through the door, like, <laughs> and yeah. while it's playing, like they do on fucking these uh, stupid And it's uh, all dramedies. dramatic and shit, yeah, yeah. Right. And then, like, you know, then you see it in my eyes, things are getting bright as I approach the light, but the song plays. The song plays on. <laughs> and it's definitely a record. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. uh, like, um, uh, what was that movie where the chick uh, like hangs herself and it's like, and oh yeah, at uh, the end of the, the world. Girl interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no doubt. My, uh, yeah, but oh, what would your OD song? Be? <laughs> if I was to OD on drugs to death, I guess the soundtrack that that I, I would like to play would be, um, let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> Let's give them something to figure out. The Miss Uncomparable Bonnie Raitt. Let's talk about love. Oh, yeah, that would be it. That's a goodie. Yeah, that's a goodie. You know, I always said, uh, I always said for some reason, you know that uh, Tegan and Sarah song, um, I was walking with the ghost. Out of my mind. What's the hook? Out of my mind. That's the hook. Oh, that is. Out of my mind. Anyway, I always said that for some reason I felt like I would get stabbed to death with when that song was playing. I don't know why. I have no idea. And it it makes it quite appealing, doesn't it? It makes the negative appealing as long as that song's playing. Yeah, it would make it better. Yeah, like if I was to get. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not even a big fan of that song, but I just feel like that might be the song to get stabbed to death. When you hear that song, you think if I got stabbed to death right now, it wouldn't be too shabby. What do you have? Is is uh, Carol King your number one? Like, is there any backups that you have to this? Because I mean, I feel like uh, if I had another choice, yeah. what would it be? Um, I never really thought of another choice, but uh, let's see. Since you put me on the spot here, um, I'm if sorry. I was, if I was, yeah, it's a toughie. Maybe we should start doing show prep. If I was, <laughs> if I was gonna overdose to another song, uh, I'm thinking maybe. Uh, Who do you love? I got a rattlesnake for a necktie. I don't even know that song. Yeah, you don't know that song? No. Who do you love? Yeah, you do. It's like an old like fifties rockabilly joint. Um I I drink out of a bottle made out of a human skull. Now tell me now, baby, tell me who do you love? Oh yeah, okay. Who do you uh, love? Who do you love? That would be more of a cocaine overdose. Yeah. That'd be like all speedy and shit. You start ripping your clothes off and you're spinning in a circle. And like you, you can't go, fucking breathe and you have to keep on buttoning your fucking buttons yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sweating and shit. And then you think doing more coke's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're on coke, doing more coke is always a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing that helps. If I was going to come up with another backup, I think it would be... Um, uh, oh, this is actually a good one. If I was like... 
if I was uh like say like I fucking I like uh like fucking put the spike in my arm and shot it and then I knew right away that I was like did too much and then I'm doing that like slow train spotting fallback yeah, yeah, yeah like like to my death or whatever I think it would be uh twisting and turning or something is burning you will breaking the girl Ooh. she don't know no. Why did I have to do the false that, part? I don't know, but that's a good OD song. Yeah, and you start getting real hectic during that part. I'd also like to go on record and say that that's the only Red Hot Chili Pepper song I like. I like Soul to Squeeze. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind ODing the Soul to Squeeze. No, I'm not ODing to any song where I have to listen to fucking Anthony Kiedis, Kiedis. go, bing, bang, biggity, bang, bong, bang, bang. <laughs> that's like that. the last thing you hear. Yeah. Fucking, I, I just, if I didn't OD, I'd like reach for a fucking knife. But I think, uh, and it's, I think the best OD song uh, ever would be. Um, Don't bring me down. Bruce? No, that's too, that's too fucking, uh, too up. I know, but I like that song. That might be a good, yeah, right. That's just a good song to do drugs to. <laughs> and then stay alive afterwards and then wake up the next morning and be like, like remember hearing that song? That was a good, night? that was ELO fucking <laughs> kicked it last night. No, but I would say that the best one, and it, and it makes sense because it's a heroin song, but it would be a perfect day by fucking uh, Lou Reed, you know? It's just a perfect day. <laughs> that, when I hear that song, that's too appropriate. I've never done heroin, but when I hear that song, I think of heroin. Like, yeah. like listening to that song is the closest that I'll ever get to actually feeling what heroin feels like. That <laughs> song feels like heroin to me. You know, know what? Uh, a lot of Billie Holiday, you could feel the heroin in her in her music. Yeah, you've said this before. Yeah, right? I could feel the Billie Holiday in her music. But if I was going to go classical uh, OD song, I'm going to have to go with, uh, what's that? Uh, is it Beethoven or Mozart? Um, Moonlight Sonata? I would like oh, to die to that. Ding, yeah, I'll totally die to that. Yeah, that's good. That's a death song. Actually, I would like to just die to that song, OD or not. Serious? That's what I'm saying. Like if if someone comes in, if someone, if there's a home invasion, and and someone has me tied up with a gun to my head, I'm gonna be like, excuse me for a second, just turn that onto my phone and just close my eyes and wait wait for the shot. What would be the most embarrassing song to overdose to? Uh, any other Red Hot Chili Pepper song yeah, besides Breaking the Girl. I'm going to have to go with Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> By um, the, the Rednecks? The dance remix? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be embarrassed by like, that. Like, imagine the paramedics come in, you're laying there dead, and all you hear is, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where, where did, did you come, come from, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I think, well... I wouldn't want that song to be playing because if there's a chance that the paramedics could help me and then they come in, they might have to dance for a little bit before (laughs) they get me to the fuck. Because if I went into a house and someone was on the floor and like puking up foam and and not being able to breathe and turning blue and Cotton Eye Joe is on, I might be like, fuck it and do the robot for a little bit before I pick them up at least. (laughs) You know, I'm having a really bad problem with a song that's on the radio recently where no matter what the fuck I'm doing, I have to stop and dance. I have to. What song it, is that? It's a Rihanna song. I love Rihanna. And I don't know the words or anything, but I know she goes, and that's how they work, 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 work. I did not they work, 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 work. And I, I just, every time I hear it, I'm either, I either do the cabbage patch or the wop or one of those uh, stereotypical dances. Do you do the, uh, the dab now? Is that the thing? I don't know. But you know what I do do? The dance that you hate where I'm like just grinding a wheel with my two fingers. Oh, birthday sex. <laughs> yeah, the birthday sex dance. Exactly. Birthday 
birthday sex. I love that. Birthday <laughs> sex. There, just for people at home, there was a, a very annoying fucking point in time in, in RTG's life where there was a song. And now, this song hasn't had any traction. Nobody knows nah. what birthday sex is. Nah. It was one of these, like, wannabe summer songs that they played on, on pop radio for a summer. And it was the remix. And nobody really liked it that much. And it kind of just went away. And nobody knows who it is. But uh, RTG for a whole summer would walk around. I don't know how I could explain this. Is you kind of make guns with your hands, right? So <laughs> yeah. if you're going to make the pew pew guns, uh-huh. and then you kind of move those guns in a circular kind of uh, like motion, a, like, like a, a sprocket, wheel. yeah. <laughs> like, like, and then while you a sprocket, and then while you do that, you kind of bob your head and go birthday sex. <laughs> That's exactly birthday how it goes sex. Um, yeah, it was very annoying. <laughs> And you did it for a long time. I did. Also. However, the funniest part, the funniest thing that you did with that was when we were playing. We were playing music with our friend Matt in his attic. I think you brought that up the other day. And his his lovely wife was pregnant with their first child at the time. Mm-hmm. This was like five years ago, six years ago. And uh, and she had um, come upstairs, and it was her birthday. So uh, and and uh, we were like, "Oh, happy birthday." And she was like, "Oh, thanks." And we're like, "What are you doing today?" She's like, "Actually, we're going to the doctor, and we're going to find out." Uh, the sex of her baby, and you're like, oh, birthday sex, <laughs> birthday sex. <laughs> you got so fucking excited. I hated you. It was such a good joke, though, and then I hated you for doing it. Because the dance came along with it, baby. So, That's what I'm saying. That's like the phenomenon. You know what I mean? Like, you know, ODing sucks, but if you OD to an awesome song... Well, here's the thing. Does oh, first before I even ask this question, I would like to say that if anybody at home wants to tell us what your what you would like to choose as your OD song, please hit us up on Twitter at awkward hi five. I'm interested. Email us. Now. Yeah, we, I would like to know some people, some listeners of the awkward high five, what your OD song would be. Um, but what I was it sure gonna, as hell beats the hell out of the Kevin Bacon game. That's for sure. What the six degrees of bacon? <laughs> yeah, six degrees of OD. I would fucking. Uh, I used to destroy in that game. I know you were really good at that. Because game. for some reason, I the only information that stays in my head is like pop culture references. I just know lines from movies and actors and all that shit. That's just what I absorb. Yeah, I don't, you're good I don't. at that stuff. Um, yeah, well, that's great. I'm, gl- I'm glad. I wish I was good at fucking astrophysics, <laughs> but instead, wow. I know how to link. Kevin Bacon within six things. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, do you think that it actually sucks ODing? Yeah. Like, you think it's painful? Or you just don't um, know what the fuck's going on? I mean, I'm sure it sucks because it's a, it's totally a shitty thing. But I'm sure there's ODing where you just don't know, you know? Because I'm sure there's been times where I've just barely, you know... Oh, God, don't even say that. ...made, you know, just barely escaped live, and, but I just don't remember. And I've seen videos, like my friends are showing me videos, like, look how close you came to death, and I don't remember a lick of it, you know? But it'd be a video of me, like, fucking gra- gasping for air and shit, but it was all in my sleep, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. So do you think it's a shitty situation? Like, maybe, like, ODing off a of coke, like, because coke... Like coke, it's like a heart stopper. But, but coke, you never like coke. You're always coke doesn't like knock you out the way that that like I'm guessing heroin or even like acid or even if you smoke a ton of weed, like coke, like your senses are there. You know what's going on. You don't you don't get like a numb kind of thing. You right. know, like right. That's like if funny. anything, you're like hyper aware. Exactly. So if your heart was to explode in It'd coke, hurt. that it would have to hurt. Yeah. You know. But I would. But I would guess that if you're in if you're in like a pretty serious heroin knot, and you don't know what's going on anyway, and you just kind of slip away. Well, that's the thing. This because... is a very black Christ episode. Yeah, oh, super black. Um, I, the whole thing with the heroin nodding and the and the dying is. <laughs> 
your with uh, the nodding and the dying. <laughs> the, uh. <laughs> um, it it slows and stops your respiratory system first. Okay. So it's like you stop breathing, you go to sleep, your heart stops. Right. You know, so well, it, it, it's well, almost like a super sleep, you know? Yeah, so I don't think I think that that would be a peaceful way to go because my choice always when you when you're when you're having this conversation and it comes up sometimes where you're like how would you what was the way that you would either kill yourself or want to die? Yeah. My choice is always a, a, an overdose. You know, like if I if I got to the point where I wanted to kill myself, I would just shoot a bunch of fucking dope into my veins or take a bunch of pills and then go to sleep because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that doesn't fucking hurt. No, I mean, I don't know about pills. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of pills. I don't know if there's a point where you really fuck up your nervous system and you start like fucking twitching and shit. I don't know. But I just know, you know, dope, you probably just go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you uh, if like the, every other kind has to suck, like. Like people say, the drowning doesn't hurt because once you get asphyxiated, it's like a, it's like a. You're, yeah, but I don't want to get up to that point. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's, <laughs> there's always a point up to that where, like, if you, if you jump into water and, like, say, you tie a brick to your fucking thing and you jump into water, you, you're gonna look up and be like, I oh, fuck, I didn't want to do yeah, this, and, and then fucking struggle. and struggle. Even if you put a gun to your head, you're still gonna have a thing of like maybe like the, a millisecond after you hit, like before you're just like fuck, you know, like you're always gonna have that fuck. Yeah. The thing with uh, with dope is that you're not once it once it hits you, you're gonna like you might have a little panic before it hits you, but then you're gonna be all yeah. right. You're gonna be like, oh man, put You'll on be high fucking, as cheese. Put on all right. That doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it does. Put on a eat a peach, and I'm gonna die to it. Let's, exactly. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Right. So I don't know. Oh, there's a good OD song. Moving to the country, gonna, gonna eat, eat a lot of peaches. peaches. That that's actually a good song. Yeah. How about uh, you won't see me because I won't remember. Remember that song? I don't, oh, I don't, the picture song. Yeah. 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 Oh, total OD song. That is yeah. an OD song. Yeah, oh, there's so many good OD songs. Yeah, if anybody at home wants to let us know your OD song, hit us up on Twitter. Give us your OD song. Hashtag a high five. Hashtag Ooh. OD song. You know what a good OD song and we'll, is? We'll read them out. The last song on uh, Lagwagon Hoss. Talk to me. I can't hear you. That's, that's, good one. that's an OD. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know that if we decide to OD. Now, here's with speaking of overdose. Yeah, if you ever catch me, just pop in one of those songs real quick, <laughs> just to make it seem all right. <laughs> um, it could be anyone. Well, you know my rule. We've been friends for a long time. You know my rule of death, right? What do you mean? If we're ever together, and I've told everybody that I that I that my friend, my closest friends and family, this. If we're ever together and I die. What are the what's the protocol after that? So, say right now we're doing this episode, and I drop on the floor and I and I die. What do you do? Um, wait, as far- what do you do, Hotshot? <laughs> what do you do as far as funeral arrangements or as far as your corpse? No, the second that I'm dead on the floor, the second that you can verify that I'm dead, what do you do to my body? Um, you don't know. I have a feeling you are failing my best friend test. I have a feeling. See, this isn't fair because I feel like I do know. When you tell me, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, I knew that." But if but it wouldn't be any good because what if you died and I didn't know already? So now you're gonna have to refresh my memory. Light that shit on fire. The second I'm dead, I want to be burned to a cinder. I don't want any. I don't want there to be any fucking point where I could be because I I don't who nobody knows what happens when you die. Right. Nobody. Nobody knows. You don't want to be awake and like struggling as someone zips you up in a black bag. How do you? How can anybody prove that you still don't know what's going on when you're dead? That's what freaks me out about burying. I do not want to be. I want. I want to be cremated, 
But not only do I want to be cremated, I want to be cremated the second I die because I don't want to be conscious while I'm being fucking put into the crematorium. I don't want to be conscious when people yeah, come yeah, and yeah. I see everyone crying. Like just the I feel like the only way to make sure that I'm absolutely dead is to turn my corpse into ashes so that there's no fucking stem cells and, and, and fucking <laughs> yeah. synapses and shit. There's nothing. You That's see what I'm saying? That's a good theory. That's uh, my older brother. He always says that he wants a, a room, like a mausoleum. That's what like a room is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wants a mausoleum, and he said he wants a table with a bottle of wine in case he wants to get up and have a drink, and he needs a light nightlight in case he has to get up and take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, though, when you think about fucking, uh, like, th- what we do with dead people. I know. We put them into a box and put them into the ground. Yeah, like, well, where else are we going to put them? But, uh, Shoot them out into space? <laughs> no, cre- cremate. Well, a lot of people do choose that. No, now I know, but I'm just saying it's it's very very weird. Yeah. Well, it, the, well, the whole burying thing that just comes from religion, you know. Yeah, no, I get it. But I mean, but a lot of people were cremated. I, I'd like to go with the Genghis Khan route. Like, just put me out on a ship and then and light and, and then shoot, shoot fire arrows. Yeah, that'd be dope. A as Viking hell. funeral. That, I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. Because at least even if I am conscious, at least I'm getting a nice boat ride before this. <laughs> Man, they send out your boat. Everyone's shooting the flame arrows. Everybody misses, so you just float out there forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool too. Because then I'll say like, shark comes. Look, I here's the thing. And uh, and 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 uh, I don't even like talking about this because it freaks me the fuck out so much. But since we're having a black rice episode, <laughs> I've had sleep paralysis before. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? What is that? Sleep paralysis is when you're conscious, but you're so your whole body is asleep, um, but your mind is conscious, and you can't move. You can't move. You can't talk. You can't do anything. And it's the freakiest. There's a documentary. I forget what it's called. But there, there's a documentary that's come out recently about it, and I won't watch it. Uh, I know people that have watched it, and yeah. they said it was freaky even then. I'd like to watch it. But you should watch it. But I won't watch it just because I feel like watching it might bring that back. I haven't had it in a while. I had it twice in my life. I had it once when I was very young. I was lying on my mother's couch in in her living room. Um, it was like one of those just got home from school and I was like eating Teddy Grahams and watching TV, watching the fucking Rescue Rangers. Sounds delicious. And I fucking uh, passed out and I woke up and I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. And I and I was screaming, screaming at the top of my lungs. But like you weren't. From, from my, yeah, I, nothing. Yeah. You were trying to In scream. my head I was. In your head you were. But, yeah. but my, but I, nothing was. And then, and then finally, like I, uh, like you kind of fall back into like subconscious and you come out of it. And how long does that last? It feels like forever. You know, who knows? Because you're in a dream state. Okay. You know, like I, I would say the one when I was a kid, I don't remember that much. I remember it being shocking, though, because I was so young and I was like, what the fuck is that? Then later on in my 20s, I had it again. Uh, I was in my apartment and uh, and I was in my bed and it was, and I woke up in the middle of the night and it was the same thing. And I was next to my girlfriend and all all I wanted to do was just touch her, you know, like uh, like, again, same kind of thing. I was screaming in my head. Like, you know, whatever her name was and being like, well, and then all I wanted to do, but she was so close to me that all I wanted to do was just like touch her, kind of roll over on her to like, you know, be like, help me, help me. And it couldn't. There's nothing could happen. And then the same thing when you fall back in and you wake back up. So when you say you're in a dream state, are you in your dream or you you're you're aware that you're laying in your bed? And you're awake, but you're dreaming. For me, I was I was completely conscious of everything. Okay. So it would have been like, it, it was literally so like. So it's like just being paralyzed, pretty much. Like paralyzed and, and, and being mute. 
and and yeah. not being able to, to communicate anything. Shit. Yeah, See, yeah, I thought you were talking about this because this has happened to me where I'm in a dream. I know I'm in a dream. I'm trying to wake myself up from that dream, and it just takes a lot of work. Like, I struggle. Like, wake yourself up, wake yourself up, and it takes like a minute, but you eventually wake yourself up. Okay. But I thought I didn't know that you are up out of that dream and pretty much awake and paralyzed. Yeah, That's pretty much where you're saying. And, and yeah, and who that. knows and who knows if it's a dream or not because then there's also, you know, people have reported before that like lucid dream like or an outer body experience where you uh yes. where you're laying down and um and then all of a sudden you just see yourself from like above, mm-hmm. you know, like you see yourself in real time laying down. A lot of people have reported that. I've never had that. Yeah, I've never had that, but when I've had when I was younger, I used to get really bad fevers. And it, this was it was more of a hallucination than an outer body experience but i used to be able to do this thing and now it happened it, i i still i can get this sensation but i can't do the same thing because i don't get these kind wait, of wait 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 uh, let me can i just ask you if what you're about to say is about your hands yeah holy shit all yeah. right go ahead and say it. I, i'm like you just made me feel weird that you knew this but like uh, my perception of grip and how big things are is so out of whack. Like, yes. My, the way I could just, my two descriptions would be one, a VCR tape, and two, a football. Because just the way that it feels in your hand, it feels like it's so big. And for some reason, I feel it in my teeth. Dude. And the VCR tape, like, for some reason, it's really huge in my hand. Like, I, I, I imagine the sensation of putting a VCR tape into a VCR the way it, like, takes it, you know? Uh-huh. But the tape, it doesn't feel like how big it really would be. It's like, you know, it's like a hand wide open, like big old VCR Yeah, right, tape. if it was like three VCR tapes stacked yes, on top yes. of each other. Yes, and for some reason, like, you just want to, like, squeeze, but you can't because you're imagining it and everything's all fucked up. But, like, also at the same time, the, it, I, get, I would get that sensation of, like, it's almost floating, but it's like when you kind of, like, say you have too much to drink and you're, and you, you purposely roll your eyes back to where to the point where it feels like you're doing backflips because you're so fucked up. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that sensation. That's normally when you actually I, pass out on I, your back. Yeah, and I feel like I'm like you know floating or rising, and you know you get like the t- uh, tingle toes and fingertips because you know you feel the heights increasing. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, that's crazy. You knew about the hand fever thing. Well, my thing with the hands was I re- I remember vividly just as much as the sleep paralysis when I was younger. I, it wasn't me holding anything. I was I might have been sick. I might have had a fever. But the holding, yeah, I'm imagining that. I'm no, not I get, actually holding. Anything. I get it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But mine was uh, it was the same kind of thing except I was I was making fists. And then my fist would feel like it was the size of a baseball, and then it would feel like it was the size of a basketball, okay. and then it would feel like it was the size of a baseball, and it would feel, like, and it kept it's going the same back. Thing, but yeah, your hands are closed, and yeah, mine are open, right? And it kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I remember freaking out and asking my parents about it. I don't know if it was my mom or my dad, but I remember trying to like uh, explain to them what happened, and they were just like, "Ah, it's growing pains." I remember them saying, "Like <laughs> that's just growing pains or whatever." But the second you started talking about that, I knew what you were gonna say. Yeah, well, it happened when you would have like a crazy. Feeling. Fever, right? Like when you were I, sick. Yeah, I don't know. It only happened to me once, and I can't say if I was uh, sick or it, not. It, you know what? It's it happened to me way more than once. And sometimes when I'm not even sick, I can imagine myself feeling that way if I try. Oh yeah, you know I could bring myself back to that, but only for, it's weird. It's it's almost like the sen- same sensation of having like a memory. You know, if you say you. you uh, 
because they say sense of smell is the strongest memory inducer. So right. say like you smell something and you have a memory of it and it's, you know, you have a memory where you only get it for that split second and you can't grasp it again. Yeah. You know, I can kind of, I can bring myself back to that state, but it's really small. And when it happens, I'm like, oh, fever. You know, that's the first thing I think of. Like, you know, I'm sick. How would I be able to imagine this if I'm not getting sick? Were you, know? you a settler on the plains? Why did you have so many fucking fevers when you were a kid? I was just a real sickly Were you kid. sleeping in uh, pox blankets? <laughs> I was really sick. It was, and remember I had those really big tonsils? Yes. That I got taken out. That would always cause a lot of sickness. Yo, you remember me. those really big tonsils? That? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Tonsils. You know, everyone told me, called me fucking Big T back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, those ton- I was telling someone about that uh, like a week ago. Those tonsils were a trip, man. When they fucking, you know, because they don't take tonsils out when you're 18 years old. And But I knew they were going to do it. Because you were 18 when you had your tonsils out. Yeah, and that's like a big no no. You know, it's supposed to be real dangerous. And the doctor's like, no, we're not taking the tonsils out. We're not taking the tonsils out. And I knew, like, because I, I went in there requesting it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I I knew once he saw my tonsils that they were going to be like, oh, Lord, (laughs) get the fucking scalpel now. So I was like, ready? And he's like, yeah. And I opened the mouth and he's like, good Lord, get the scalpel now. They were like, shut down all the rules. (laughs) Shit starts going on. They like threw out the rule book. They're like, we're taking this shit out. Life or death. I need 20 cc's stat. Mm -hmm. But they weren't lying, man. Shit was dangerous because a week after the surgery, my wound hemorrhaged and I started gushing blood out my throat really bad. And, of course, my mom's crying her eyes out in the corner, and I had to get rushed to the hospital, and we called up my surgeon, and it was this uh, Italian guy. He came in at 3 a.m., jewelry jingling, smelling like cologne, chest hair popping out of his scrubs and shit, which can't be sanitary, and he just came in and... uh you know, smelling like cologne, 3 a.m., rings, gold chains, bracelets jingling. And uh, he came in, and I'm laying there, and he's like, all right, Rich, open big, just open big. And he squirts his oil can on my throat, and it was like, geek, geek, geek. And I went a little bit numb, not quite fully numb. Then he takes out this fucking needle, like the size of this water bottle with a giant fucking needle sticking out of it. Like one of those ones that they squirt first before they Yeah, with like the two finger rings yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, Rich, open big. And I'm like, you're not putting that in my mouth. And he's like, yeah, just open big, buddy. Puts his fucking knee on my chest and sticks chest hairs tingle, tickling my face. Sticks this giant needle in the back of my throat. Hits me with it. My whole fucking head went numb. Like, not just my throat. My whole fucking, from my neck to my tip of my hairs, numb. And you've been chasing that feeling ever since. <laughs> exactly. And then dude sewed me up while I was awake. It didn't hurt. You know, it wasn't, it, there was no pain involved, whatever, due to the oil can and giant needle. But uh, I, I felt the action of him sewing the back oh, yeah, of my course. throat up. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't hurt at all, but he was just like the whole time, knee on my chest, this like retractor on my jaw. He's just like, open big, open big, stay open big. And he just sewed me up while I was awake. Mad props to uh, whatever, Dr. Gindaloon, whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> I forget, but he saved my life, man. I could not stop bleeding out my throat. So I, I lost I, a couple pints. I fucking um uh uh after you got your tonsils out, uh, I remember like going to visit you or something, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Rich?" And you're like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" And I was, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck, Rich has got a froggy voice," and you've kind of had that froggy voice ever, ever since, since, man. But now I wonder, 
what did did pre uh, tonsil RTG sound like? like? Oh, Barry White, baby! Like, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's so Barry White, ladies. Let's talk a little bit about the atmosphere in this room. Exactly. I remember, uh, you know, my mom was like, "Is he ever going to get his voice back?" And the doctor's like, "Yeah, give him two to four years." So I remember, like, you know, making links, looking on the calendar, like, couldn't wait to get my <laughs> just voice just crossing back. days off till your voice comes <laughs> yeah, back, and it never fucking came back. Yeah. Now I'm going to say that it didn't. Nah. I can't. Re- I, I w- and especially when I get like drunk or high, it comes back like the day after my surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doc. You're a froggy motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I had to get those tonsils. I'll take frog for not having those tonsils because those things were the biggest pain in the ass. If I got like a little cold, they would swell up and fucking be huge. What is that scaring me? Yeah, I don't know. That's like shocker type shit. Was that the A High Five supercomputer on the Fritz? <laughs> I think it was, but it's it's like kind of scaring me. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to hear like some kind of demonic voice take over. I hope I don't know if that came across into the actual recording or not, but shit just got a little electronic up in here. Yeah, shit scares me. Technology scares me. Oh really? The guy who doesn't know how to use computers or cell phones or fax machines yeah, or well, fucking because they're all going to take over our lives when they just like we just heard through these headphones. Oh that's, no, that's the first step. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to be killed by robots. I know. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I, I mean, that's 100%. I'm not kidding. Are you kidding? No. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm totally serious. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Not me. It's, oh, I don't give a shit. I don't want to be killed by a robot. I'd rather be killed by some bum on the streets listening to <laughs> Carol King. <laughs> Out of my mind. Out of my mind. Getting stabbed really slow. It's too late, baby. Now it's too late. Now I want to listen to that song. It's such a good song. That's yeah, a very good song. I haven't thought of that song in forever. Now, now it's going to be in your head. No, but yes, the robots are, are here and they're here to kill us. I know. I watched a video the other day of people that uh, that made a, a robot that could like, it's just a, it's just a human. And orders fast food? No, it's just a fucking robot human that could go into a warehouse and pick up boxes and put them on shelves and, and walk through the woods and fucking all that shit. And walk I was through just, the woods? That's fucking scary. And I'm just Why like, is a robot walking through the woods? And, and then the, these people that are making these robots, they think it's all fun and shit. They're just like, yeah, check this out. Check out this awesome robot. And I'm like, you're building the thing that is going to murder you. I know. They're so stupid. I seen this thing. Uh, it was, you know, they make this real scary looking robot and it answers your questions or whatever. So, you know, some smart ass likes to scare everybody says, do you see your kind taking over the human race anytime soon? And what does this fucking wise ass robot say? All signs point to yes. Says yes. And when I do, I'll keep you in my people zoo. Yeah. And then I didn't sleep for a week. Right. And the rice turned black, and I want to kill myself. <laughs> like the rice has been black this whole episode. <laughs> um, uh, fucking when they like back in the day when they had that chess robot, and and uh, and it was just a big black box or whatever, <laughs> and it beat Bobby Fischer, and it and it beat some dude, and then everybody was like, "That's awesome." I'm like, "No, that's that's gonna kill us." Yeah. Like the, the, when that started happening, it's gonna like so. It's you know what? There's a theory that I was reading about, which is I, I think I subscribe to 100, percent and and it has to do with aliens. And what it is is they say that um, that the you so we will never uh, find another um, uh, uh, planet that has life on it, and and vice versa. There will be another. There'll never be another planet that would visit us um, because. When a civilization, when their technology gets that good that you could that they would actually be able to go somewhere else, that technology itself will destroy that civilization. That's the theory. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So like, so you keep building up, uh, you know, technology 
and and everything to the point where you feel like you're like you're going to be able to actually you know get to other universes other solar systems and stuff like that but at that point that 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 the technology that you would need would be so powerful that it's just going to turn against you yes. and destroy your civilization. Yes, that makes so, perfect so sense. So through that theory, no other alien life form has ever been on any other planet with other life on it because to get to that point, you can't do it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And when I heard, when I heard that, the shit out of when me. I heard that, I was like, that makes a lot of fucking sense. It totally does. Yeah. It totally does. And all this shit scares me. I'm afraid of fucking, I'm afraid of the future. I'm afraid of technology. I'm, I'm afraid, afraid of, of Americans. I'm afraid of outer space. I'm afraid of the deep sea. And I'm oh, fucking... Well, the deep sea is another fucking crazy. The deep sea might as well be outer space. Yes, I see. I, that's how I look at it. Yeah, it's uh like all those fucking you know I'd rather be shot into infinite outer space in a fucking in a spacesuit and just float to my death than plummet to the bottom leagues of the sea and die from pressure. Yeah, I think it would be the same thing though. It would probably be the same type of death, but I'm talking about the fear before you die of what's going on around you. Oh yeah, right. I'd rather be fucking just floating out into the infinite and die of loneliness of floating and whatever the fuck that happens to Tim Robbins. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want my face turned to rock or some shit. If I take my helmet off, then my face, my eyes pop out next to fucking Squidsworth. Well, they say Squidsworth. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they say in space they can't hear you scream. Yeah. But also in deep sea, I don't think they could hear you scream no, either. No. Fucking an hour after I die, one bubble will pop at the top of the fucking ocean <laughs> and that's all that's left of me. Well, yeah. One right. bubble pops and you hear, it's too late, baby. Now it's too late. <laughs> Out of the bubble? Yeah. <laughs> You're falling down to the deep sea. You just put like a waterproof Walkman in. Hell yeah. And hit play on it. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I Look, we've spent this whole episode talking about ways to die. Yeah, I know. That rice is dust. <laughs> Black dust. Well, look, we said it last episode, but we were proving this metaphysical shit. I know, correct? I know. Because it's, if we, we're not trying, it, no, not, yeah, we didn't really have natural. I, I, I feel bad admitting this, but we didn't really have a plan for what we were going to talk <laughs> about today. And we, you did your hate bit, and then we started fucking talking about death and dying and Odin mm-hmm, and turn black. But seriously though, uh, if you do have a song that you think you'd like to OD to. Tweet us at awkwardhi5 and let us know. I'm curious. Yeah, I want to know what people's OD songs are. Um, it's a fun so. little exercise. Yeah. Well, look, I'm glad that you are doing so well on your journey of cleanliness. Yeah, it feels good. I'm happy and uh, I'm real positive about it. I'm, you know, I'm white rice all the way with it, and uh, I feel, you know, I feel like it, it's going to be done. It's going to be taken care of, and I'm looking forward to working again this summer and not spending all my money on drugs. I think the tides are turning on the Awkward High Five podcast because you're becoming more positive by the day and I'm com- becoming more defeatist by the day. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? After my bike sinking today, I'm just fucking, I, I'm just like, ugh. The bike sinking. I'm trying, like I, like I said, I dealt with it positively, but it's hard. Like Maybe you're trying too hard. Maybe you just gotta let, let it flow, baby. All I'm saying is that every day that I'm fucking here in this place, in this town, in this area, it's getting harder and harder to be positive. I understand that, but you can't let a town bring you down. You gotta, you know, 
you still got to do you and fucking rise above this shit. Oh, well, I know. I just feel stuck and I don't see a way out right now. And I'm just being honest about that. And, and, and I'm trying not to, you know, but it's, it's hard, you know, like I'm fucking like, I understand why people who like, uh, like, like have a bleak outlook on life, just decide to fucking give up. Like you, you, you have to fight giving up every fucking day. You know? I hear you, my man. I hear you. I have, I have this trip to Iceland coming up and it's a place that I've always wanted to go. And see, that's awesome. And I'm looking very much forward to that. But if I come back and my life's <laughs> like this after that, I don't fucking know, man. I might just go rent a shack on the water and start drinking oh, mouthwash. Man. What I know about vacation is that every time you come home, you're starting over. So just, you have to start over after vacation. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Oh, you whatever. Know? I don't want to end on a, well, you know, I don't want to black rice this fucking ending. Dude, I'll end it on this note. Life's not about taking shelter from the storm. It's learning how to dance in the fucking rain. I miss your taste and Did you read that on uh, Facebook? Probably a bumper sticker. <laughs> Abortion kills, baby! <laughs> no, I definitely didn't see that on Facebook. Uh, thank you for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. Um, Black Rice Edition. <laughs> um, it really was. We haven't had any reviews on iTunes lately. It's been like a week or so. I, I don't know why that's so hard for people. Take two seconds out of your fucking life. <laughs> All right, I wasn't going to be that mean about it. Yeah, but, well, uh, you know what I hate? People don't leave fucking reviews. No, it just helps. So if you, if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, go on to uh, iTunes and leave a written review. And like I say, at the end of every episode, once we have 100 of those, we're going to throw a big party and Seriously, everybody's invited. why not? Why not? Free party, people. Come we're going to have a big old bowl of rice and we're going to see if it turns black or white. That'll be the party tester. <laughs> and then Rich is going to swallow a goldfish and he's going to wear women's underwear and he's going to dive into a pool of his own semen. And what else are you going to do? Uh, I'll probably kill myself to a Carol King song at yeah. the end of the party. That would be an awesome ending to a party. <laughs> you just, over, just overdose <laughs> on stage? <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and we're going to be here for you. <laughs> the rice is turning black, the rice is turning black. I kill myself, it just turns immediately white, and everyone's happy. <laughs> it starts gleaming. We'll see you guys in a few short days. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. The music we made is one to be loved. Every time I dream, I end up above. you go we first met a long time ago I always-